Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Hi there and welcome back. I'm so glad you're joining me for another episode. So things have finally simmered down a little bit more. The weather's getting colder. We just had the time change and boy does it feel nice (laughs) to have things go at a slower pace and to get more in routine of things and I'm discovering something more about myself. I always felt like I was a homebody but I never realized just how much I love being at home and now that we've moved to where we're about 25-30 minutes away from like a town that has a Target or a Walmart or something like that all the more so I love staying home and I look for every excuse possible to not have to leave the house. So, I mean, I walk out my porch and I have a park-like setting. I can definitely see myself becoming more of a hermit. Kind of surprising when I think of all of the busyness that I have encountered over the years and all the ways that I have kept so on the go and active that now I'm just ready to embrace this slow life. And you know what? I wanted to talk about survival mode because I have lived a lot of years and months and moments in survival mode. Now the survival mode I want to talk about today is not necessarily this fight or flight sensation that, you know, a day or a week where you just feel like you're, you're just living by a thread of your life and that not necessarily like in danger or anything huge or traumatic going on. I'm just talking about survival mode where all you can do is worry about the absolute bare minimum to keep you and your family alive. Now, I feel like I have a lot of experience in this situation and a lot of experience in living in that that atmosphere, whether it's mentally or actually circumstantially. Um, there's a lot of different, different ways that we all would describe survival mode. But for this episode, I want to talk about survival mode as in living with the bare minimum, doing the bare minimums just to keep your family and you alive and functioning. Survival mode has its purpose. Survival mode can be a good thing when you make it through. But survival mode is not a way of life. 
survival mode is not a good, flourishing, happy way, right? Survival mode is very stressful, exhausting, depleting, and it's not it's not a joyful life in any circumstance. But what I want to talk about today is that there's a time and a place for survival mode. And sometimes people can tend to use survival mode in a way that's not serving them, in a way that it is not beneficial. Now, to start with, I think people can be hit with something circumstantially, whether it's, okay, you know, the mom is sick or the family, you know, everybody gets the the stomach flu in 24 hours. Okay, that's survival mode, right? You got to keep everybody hydrated. You got to keep everybody taken care of, messes cleaned up. All you're worrying about is just that bare minimum and taking care of your family and keeping everybody's basic needs taken care of. You're not really worrying too much about all of the extra fluff and how how wonderful everything is. You're just focusing on those bare minimums. So that's a good circumstance to be focused on survival mode. But now some something that can happen is we can get so used to going from one little catastrophe to the next, to the next, to the next, that we end up living a life in survival mode. And it's really important to catch that. And I'm going to invite you to take some time and just reflect over the past six months, over the past 12 months. How many times have you said, oh, we're just living in survival mode right now. Think about that. Now, a year of your life living in survival mode. Sometimes survival mode can really just be a mental state where all you're doing is thinking and worrying about the bare minimal. And anything past that might just seem unrealistic, unattainable, or unreasonable. But what I think can happen, our brains can start to turn off the creative thinking, the problem solving, the skill sets to see past this critical fight or flight response. Honestly, survival mode can sometimes be a simpler way of living because you're just worrying about, okay, do we eat? Are we clean? Is laundry done? Everybody's safe in bed. Okay, day's accomplished, right? We're done. And it takes effort to kind of get past survival mode. Now, I've seen this happen before with people where they just go from one survival mode situation to the next, to the next, to the next. And they don't know how to function past survival mode. They don't know how to embrace the calm, take time to just breathe, have a slower schedule, say no to things, how to realize, okay, this situation, this fire over here doesn't involve me. I don't have to get involved in that. I can stay away. That's, that's not in my, that's not in my box. I can stay over here And I can offer support, but I don't have to jump into the middle and fight that fire. And 
it's easier sometimes to stay in survival mode because we're not challenging our brains to think about problem solving. We're not exploring creative things. We're not sitting in quiet spaces with maybe our act actually what we really want out of life. We're not sitting there thinking about the direction that our life is taking and maybe it's not the way we want to go. Survival mode can be a great way to hide. It's really easy to hide in survival mode because you can be like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. It's a wonderful excuse for things because you can say, you know, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I'm, I don't have time. I'm just in survival mode right now. All I can think about is surviving when really the reality is we're bringing this energy and this nervous reaction of I've just got to do this I've got just got to do that I've just got to stay busy I just got to go over here and help this person and go over here and do that and and my kids need me and we kind of start building up fake fires or going and getting ourselves busy in other people's fires because we don't want to sit in the quiet. We don't want to acknowledge that we're not happy with the direction that our lives are taking, the choices that we're making. And it's just way easier to hide in survival mode. Now, I know this seems really harsh, but this is something that is so easy for moms to fall into, particularly because we start out in this, you know, pampering yourself, take care of yourself, you know, you're pregnant, you have all of these like excuses to say no to things and, you know, just in a way focus on ourselves. Then we're like jolted into forget about you, everything has to be on the baby. Everything has to be about keeping that baby alive and fed and clean and asleep. Make sure that you do everything to keep that baby surviving. And then you immediately start taking away things from yourself to care for the baby. And this is all just kind of thrown at us in an adjustment period. And people say, oh, try to get your rest and everything. But this is a growing stage for each mother to go through because each mother is going to handle this stage differently because different things are important to different women and we can't judge them on how they deal with these circumstances and how they adjust. Some women are going to go for the sleep. Other women are going to go for cleaning some rooms in the house when the baby's asleep. You know, everybody is different and handles it differently. However... We are all in survival mode pretty much that first, I would say, six months of adjusting to having this baby that we are caring for and taking care of and trying to manage ourselves and juggling the whole load of being a mom and taking care of ourselves and our husbands and, you know, the extended family and what they want and the whole kit and caboodle that comes with becoming a mom. And each time we add a child, we go through this process, while we have less surprises, um, we go through it. And what can happen is you go from, oh, the baby's newborn, 
and just trying to figure out their week, their um, sleep schedule to, oh, the baby's teething. You know, we're just kind of in survival mode till we get through that. And then, oh, now the baby's experiencing new foods and we're just trying to get through that. And then before you know it, like you can just kind of steamroll yourself from one situation to the next, to the next, to the next. And this can happen with other areas of our lives. For me, it happened when <clears throat> I made this, when we made this transition of, I mean, I've kind of always had a very hectic and chaotic, busy schedule out of the norm. This is the most normal I have lived in the past 21 years, I would say. <laughs> I'm sad to say. So this this episode is really coming from the heart because of just my experience in life over the past 21 years. But it was always coming from working towards a goal to the next goal to the next goal to the next goal. And there's there has to be an end goal and end site for this survival mode phase that you go through and making sure that you have time after a survival mode to rest. So I think there's seasons in life that you go through a survival mode and then it's like, okay, and now it's, now it's calming down. So ask yourself, am I living in survival mode on purpose is there a purpose to this survival mode phase? Okay, so when I first got married, um, about a year after, my husband started building a house for his parents in West Virginia. So that was about a good distance from our house, and he was driving every other week, every weekend, just about to go down there and work on their house. And so this was a long process that went, there was a lot, I mean, everything that you could imagine that would go wrong in building a house kind of happened in this circumstance. So during this time, my husband also got laid off. So then he was going down there and building the house all week and then coming home to me on the weekends because I was working. And that was crazy. I mean, it was a crazy time. And then we rolled from that into the next phase of then we had a child and my husband started building a business in West Virginia of um, raising grass-fed beef. So now I have a baby. He has calves and cows. And so now we're taking a baby in back and forth, back and forth to West Virginia. And we always tried to like say, okay, well, this is a crazy stage, but then we're going to stop at this point, And then we're going to stop at this point. And there would be calm in between. But over the past 20 years, there's been a lot of growth business-wise. There's been a lot of growth with our family. So there's definitely been reasons and outcomes and growth and good experiences from our phases of survival mode. And I don't regret that. Do I wish it could have been all in a pretty package and things have been simple? And do I wish like my in-laws could have just hired someone to build their house? Sure, that would have been great. That's kind of how it started until you have, you know, tradesmen that don't show up for work. I have to share with you. There's a saying we have 
um, for the area that we were building houses that Monday is too early and Friday's too late and Tuesday through Thursday are kind of (laughs) iffy. So if that gives you any indication as to how slow it was trying to build this house, there you go. So through the years, we always had these busy stages, these chaotic times, but then they would be mixed with rest, seasons of rest. And this is the most restful stage I have ever been because I know in my heart, my husband and I know that we are finally home. We are finally where we've worked so hard to be. And so it just is this full circle of like, seeing all the benefits of all the hard work, all the stress, all the survival, and just knowing like we did it and the rest stage. And we don't see any particular (laughs) chaotic times in our future by choice. Um, I think, I think we're good. We're good. But I think it's so important that people realize it's really tricky when you start getting into survival mode because I started asking myself like over I think it was last year I started getting really angry and really frustrated because I was done I was so done with this phase now mind you I personally took on more than I needed to in the phase of life that I, we were at because we had bought our property. I surprisingly got pregnant with our fifth child. So I was juggling like a one and a half year old, right? And then I got bit with a baby bug and I was like, I want a sixth child so bad. And my son, my, my husband was like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you do realize we just broke ground on a house. Like we're, we're, no, we hadn't broke ground yet. No. Um, that's right. I started talking with him in like January, February of like, Hey, what do you think about one more? And he's like, are you kidding me? We've got so much on our plate. We've designed a house. Like we're going to be building a house. Are you nuts? And then I was like, I really want, one more baby. I think we should have six. And so then I got pregnant in April and, or maybe it was March. I don't even remember. It all is a blur right now. But anyways, so that was like, you know, a decision that I had made with my, myself about wanting to add another child into the craziness. And I caught on that I actually started in the quiet moments, started to feel like, well, where's the next fire I can go put out? Where's the next thing I can go to? Where is the next chaos that I can run to? Because that's easier than dealing with, okay, everything's calmed down now. Now you got to look at your cards. What have you dealt in your life? What have you dealt and what are you going to play now? And what, what, what direction are you going? How are things looking? And it was kind of hard for me when I realized that I was having this sort of behavior of up, things got calm, Mm, time to, things are too calm. I'm not ready to deal with like 
the quiet and just settling down and, and dealing with like the mundane everyday things. No, I think I need another big project. This is particularly common behavior with ADHD people. So my husband goes through it. I go through it. My kids go through it of like, huh, everything's kind of calm. It kind of feels a little normal. We need a new exciting project that we can just like sink our teeth into and get totally distracted by everything and not deal with maybe we should organize some stuff and start putting things away and settling in. Nope. Let's go on to the next whirlwind idea and chase that instead of dealing with simple things. And so it's been quite an experience for me going through the phase of like, no, it is time to slow down. It is time to look at the cards. It is time to make decisions on how the cards are going to be played and how do we want our lives to look? Because we live our lives by the days. So how are we spending our days? How are we spending our hours? And how does that feel? If I look past back over the past five years, how does that look? Am I happy with that? Am I satisfied with the way I've spent my days? And if not, how am I going to make those adjustments so that my future five years is how I want to spend my days? What have I learned from those last five years? Instead of sitting here adding up all of my regrets and all of my frustrations or whatever, I can look at that and say, okay, I liked this. I didn't like this. So what am I going to change and how am I going to use this information to go forward and make the life that I want? Because what can happen is we have two different stories in our head. We can have the life we're living and the life we think we're living. And those are really important to think about because if you are making up this like fake fantasy in your mind of like, oh, one day it's going to look like this. One day I'm going to have that. But yet your life and your days and your hours are not matching up with that. They're not steps in that direction. And you're just like, oh, well, it's survival mode right now. And I just, I've got too many things on my plate. I've got too many things going on. I just can't think about that right now. Those days can add up into years and then you don't have what you thought you were working towards because you're actually hiding from it and you're actually running from it by running from one fire and one crazy situation to the next. So that's my word of advice is to pay attention to survival mode seasons. How long are you there? What purpose are they serving? And when are they going to end? Very important things to think about. Very important things to weigh on your mind and to reflect on. Because you don't want to live a life that was just survival mode. You want to move past survival mode and live a life that is flourishing and abundant and happy with all the decisions that you're making and really creating the life that you want and moving in that direction. And remember, that's made by the hours and the days and how you, the choices you make of how you spend that time and the energy that you bring to it. Because if you just have this attitude of like, oh, well, it's survival mode, just surviving, that's all I can do. 
it can sometimes be an excuse and we have to evaluate if it's an excuse or if it's really is our circumstances and how we're choosing to view our circumstances. So I'm going to challenge you to think about that and analyze it and look over and make some decisions as to what it is that you need to do to make sure you're living the life that you want to or taking the steps every day in that direction to create the end result of what you want. So there you have it. Thank you so much um, for listening. I, I just, it means the world to me every time I see that someone has downloaded my show. And I would love it if you would share this out. Just screenshot it, share it out on Instagram and tag me dina.stout on Instagram so that other people can know that you like it and that you're enjoying it. And um, if you would like to leave a review, that would be amazing. I love reading reviews for my show as well. So thank you so much and have a great week. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching. I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.